You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. You can never really Everybody's tell. ready for the new 9to5 Entertainment System podcast, and it's starting right now. What do we talk about? So John. many things. So many things. We talk about Red Letter Media, the internet website where they review movies. We talk about Transformers with a 4. Kim Jong-un is loco. We talk about how 88 might be a hate crime. We talk about the Tarantino mythos. We talk about the video games Don't Starve and Tear Away, and then the Vita. Sophie? We touch on Tim Notch. I'm not sure who that is. Uh, Kickstarter games. Tim Notch? I think we talk about Tim Schafer and Notch. That's right. Sure. And Mortal Kombat <laughs> Legacy Street Fighter Assassin's Fist, uh, anime called Sword Art Online, Raid Redemption, some Netflix legality crap, and World Cup shenanigans. We also get distracted by things that the viewer cannot hear. It's true. Yay, Keith. Like, like real pros. Nine, yes. <laughs> Did it? Wait, did I? Twenty actual quotes from English essays. Her eyes were like two brown circles with big black dots in the middle. What? I feel like I've read that before, like in a book about shitty quotes from English things. Yeah, I don't know if those are made up. You want to kill the AC? I'm, I'm almost a hundred percent sure those are made up. Some of them are so stupid that, like, yeah, like one of them is just sort of like, what do you call it? Like the the red brick canyon, or like the red brick walls was the same color as the red brick canyon, or something like <laughs> That's that. Good. This is bullshit. That's good. I, well, it is too silly to be true. This is the nine to five entertainment system. Also too silly to be true. Too silly to be true. The nine to five entertainment That's system. That's us. Yeah. Yeah. And look what happened. We're not just John and Keith anymore. No. Hello, everybody. We're back to being a threesome. That's Hot. No, phrasing. <laughs> what, what, did, what was your phrasing thing last night, Sophie? You were just sort of like something about your ass. You said no, I didn't. You said something That's really a great story, buddy. You said really bad. It was like get out of my ass or something. No, phrasing. while someone was like squeezing past you. There is no way I would have said anything like. Scott that. jumped on it. Scott was like phrasing, <laughs> like right away. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was something not that I said. No, it really was. I'm pretty sure you remembered it different. Eh, maybe. Anyway, what's up, gang? Nobody's in my ass. Nobody's in your ass? No. Not even a wee leprechaun. Fiddle dee potatoes. <laughs> Named Chivil Swogs. So I'm back. The bomb leprechaun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Sophie's back because uh, you're not having to work overnight right now. Pretty much. Which is very exciting. Yeah. Not working overnights is... Feels pretty, great. Feels Let me great. tell you. Yeah, exactly. John, you did that for way too long. That's right. Anyway, so what's up, John? You you uh, you said you had stuff. Did I? Yeah, you were like, I'm going to research stuff. That was you last night. Oh, right. Yeah, I totally didn't do any of that. Okay. What I did do was watch a great video on Red Letter Media. I've, I've like pimped these guys a couple of times. For sure. They're like a movie review kind of website thing. So anyway, and, and they do they do like, 
not quite a podcast, but it's basically just the two two guys like who watch a lot of movies. And they sit talk, down talk and over a video. It's talk like a video over podcast. A video. Yeah. yeah, 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 a video podcast. Anywho, they, they got together with their buddy and did a three-way video podcast. And okay. the three of them, they set up three screens in front of them, and they watched all three Michael Bay Transformer films simultaneously. Why? <laughs> because they're awful, and they fucking hate those movies, and they just wanted to do it because there's a new one coming out, and, and they thought it would be funny. Anyway, a lot of the movies have pauses at the same point in all three of them. <laughs> they have, like, the sexy sequence happens at the same time in all three of them. So it's like, like Michael Bay's paint by numbers. Like, it's, movie it's, by numbers. Yeah, precisely that. Zany Michael Black Bay... character enters now. Exactly. <laughs> like, honestly, the introduction of, um, what was he, uh, Bumblebee mm-hmm. happens in all three films at exactly the same time. Like, <laughs> it is exactly that, paint That's by numbers. That's pretty messed up. Like, the video, the video in and of itself wasn't, like, the, the best quality production that they've ever done. Like, okay. they, it, it, it feels like something they just thought would be funny, and we're like, hey, let's just throw it up. It'll be great. Yeah, it was probably... That sounds like the origins but, of our website. But I was gonna sure. say, like, <laughs> like, realizing that this website of theirs is basically a bunch of guys who like movies fucking around on the internet, and I feel like a kinship to them. Yeah, I kind of I kind of yeah. feel like I want to mention their stuff every time they put up something really what entertaining redlettermedia.com we should, we should do more movie clubs yeah dude it's <laughs> like it's exactly that sort of stuff and, yeah, yeah. and um I, th- I think also when we do our fantasia podcast i really like i yeah. aspire to be like these guys hmm. they're like funny and informative with their cool. movie reviews and they do it like bi-weekly oh that's weekly yep fun for them yeah every time every time i see the commercial any commercial for any of the transformers movies i always think of the uh, the 30 rock Sequence where, because uh, where they're saying they they don't need writers, mm-hmm. like <laughs> but Alec Baldwin's just sort of like, come on, Liz, like fucking comedy on like 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 right or like left wing comedy's been the same for like thirty years. We could do this without writers. And she's like, no, writers are important. Mm-hmm. And then she's like running, and in her like her panic, she like runs up to like a poster for like Transformers Six, and it just says written by nobody. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, it's already happening. <laughs> Whenever I see a trailer for a Transformers movie, I just think, written by nobody. Nobody, <laughs> nobody wrote this movie. And fucking, we, was it with you that we saw the trailer? Uh, I think it was For the new one with with the dinosaurs? With the Dinobots, yeah. yeah. And I was like, it sucks Dinobots so... Dinobots are in the new one. Dinobots are in the new I'm one. I'm sorry, there's going to be Transformers 4? Yep. Correct. They spell the Transformers with the number 4 in the middle. Oh, Transformers. Transformers. Get it? Get I it? There's don't a four. want to live in this planet anymore. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Uh, anyway, so here's a thing that is both on the poster and in some of the, the big 3D cardboard cutouts. It's just Optimus Prime apparently riding on Grimlock with mm-hmm. a sword. Oh my yep. god! <laughs> no! <laughs> Which is so funny because it's just like, if I was like a three-year-old, that's what I would do. Yep. I would like have a He-Man sword <laughs> that does not go with the set playset. Put it in Optimus's hand <laughs> and make him ride around. Because the plastic will like sort of fit in it, like yeah, it's exactly. a similar size Woo! toy. Although Optimus Prime has fought with a sword in the past, so I guess it's not complete. They're not pulling. Has he, has he ever ridden Grimlock? Somehow, I don't feel like that would fly. I kind of don't. I think they're around the same size. Like yeah. that's like the silly. It would just be like you giving me a piggyback ride. <laughs> yeah, <Whee! laughs> not like huge. And I also feel that once again, they're they're kind of. <clears throat> That they're putting, they're making the Dinobots like monsters. Right. Like I don't think they're gonna talk. Well, come on, the original ones were me, which was amazing. Yeah. Like yeah. that—that's what I'm saying. Like at one point when the in the trailer, and if they do talk, whatever, fine. I, I, actually, you know what? I don't even take it back okay. because in the trailer they had a moment where fucking even the most like jaded Transformer fanboy would have been like awesome if when like fucking the dinosaur smashes through uh-huh. goes like makes like Jurassic Park T-Rock T-Rex noise yeah. and then if we just went me Grimlock every like 
For people who didn't know, they'd be like, okay, whatever, it's Transformer. I'm buying this shit anyway. These yeah. movies make billions of dollars. But for the Transformers fans, they'd be like, oh, fuck, yeah, it's Grimlock. You know, like, don't just make him a fucking... No. Sc- don't just make him a robot dinosaur. Make him say his catchphrase in the trailer, and there'd be so many more people who have fucking way given up on this franchise. You know, you've, like, said that little that little point there, like, seven times. And, like, you know, it's just... It doesn't... It isn't that big a deal throw, to me. Throw the... Fa- okay, but what in that trailer makes you makes a Transformers fan want to go see it? It's not there. And I'm like... Well, it Marky be- Mark. You know, that makes a fucking B-movie wait, fan want to go see it. He's in there? Marky yes. Mark is in it. Yeah. All right, I'll go see it. Like, Marky look, Mark look, in the bay. The actual <laughs> best line of the trailer is where Marky Mark Whoa. is just sort of like, he's like, guys, you got to look in the garage. I think I, think I tra- found a Transformer. <laughs> and you you're just like, kidding? yay! Yeah. Like, that makes me want to see it, but yeah. because it's terrible. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not, that. that's not calling to a Transformers yeah, fan inside Marky of me. Marky Mark knows it's terrible. Oh, yeah. The Bay knows it's terrible. That's what That's what it is, man. Yeah, that's supposed bay? to be like the Bay. It's supposed to be like big, dumb robots punching each other, which is what it's going to be. But it's like, Transformers, to me, is not like that complicated of a fucking series to get right because you have big robots punching each other yeah always like i'm like just tell a half decent story that doesn't make complete sense do you think they were really half decent cuz you should like they were not you know what i think transformers I think... the movie holds up no it, it, the thing is they they made it really like geared towards children and then put a bunch of stuff that's not child appropriate in there so nobody trans- can fucking watch it Transformers the animated movie is the one I'm talking about the 80s one no, but I'm talking Brano about the franchise like come on super man super fun I love the animated film yeah, yeah it's got an- a bunch I mean, of stupid I- I shit I watched it but... like 18 times too and it, but it was full of stupid kid shit like yeah. that yeah. yeah which is like I'm like then make it a fucking kids movie with some really cool action sequences and then everyone isn't that be- what that's it is that's exactly what I'm saying they're, but they're putting a bunch of inappropriate shit for kids in there so nobody can watch yeah, it. Yeah, like the sexy Megan Fox stuff. Like and ultra-violent crap. Right. Well, the robots. You can show ultra-violence with robots. Okay, but they, here are the core failings of the Transformers films. Okay. Oh, hold God. on, hold on. You haven't seen the second one. No, I don't no I've seen the first two. Okay. I've not seen the, the third. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying not. I'm, like, this is not like nitpicking mm-hmm. at bullshit. The core failings of the Transformer films is that, at least in the two of the three that I that exist right now, the Transformers are not main characters. The Transformers are backup monsters for the human main characters. Mm-hmm. And that is a core failing of a Transformers movie. It's called Transformers. It's, be- it's fucking stupid that the Transformers aren't characters. They have no fucking social interaction other than like spouting catchphrases at each other and whatever else like that. Right. The show was about robots who had some human sidekicks kicking around. The movies are about humans who hang out with robots. It's yeah, but vi- that's because simply the industry probably just wanted more relatable characters for the audience. Man, I, I was totally getting ready to criticize you, and you're totally right. Like, you're right. They wanted to make it more yeah. approachable for people, and that's like the wrong angle for this. Yeah. 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 yeah but that, sure. that, that, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. I understand how the decision got made because you're like, how do you pitch a fucking movie with like a multiple hundreds million dollars budget? That- just like that! That there's not just like that. <laughs> yeah, but that there's not people in. Yeah. Like you can see, like it's like the whole we, we talked about this a little bit. The uh, the John Favreau thing, mm. where he's like, when people give you, he's like, until your movie comes out and makes that giant payday, like the Iron Man or whatever. Right. He's like, there are still somebody people who, handed you two hundred million dollars. Yeah, exactly. Like I made a movie with a budget of two hundred million dollars. Like who am I to be like? You don't get a say, Mister Moneybags. You know, yeah. like, um, can you make that movie on your own, Mister Favreau? No. <laughs> you know, like, no, I cannot. You know, it's like these movies have such monster budgets that, like, the studios, like, almost rightly have a say. 
okay. what they do with that say, they can fucking completely fuck up. But like the fact that they have a say is almost necessary, you know, like right. because they do they don't want their fucking hundreds of millions of dollars investments. What are you looking at, buddy? What? What are you looking at? Nothing. Okay. I thought I heard something. Stay on focus, focus. Stay on target. Yeah. Movie news. Yeah. Kim Jong-un wants to go to war. I heard about this. Because of Seth uh, Rogen. Yeah. This is so good. And James Franco. Well, yeah. So, what's the movie called? The, the Interview? The Interview, The yeah. Interview. Yeah. Where two CIA agents are like hired to go kill Kim Jong-un, and then they're treating it as a terrorist propaganda attack that if they release the film, they will have swift and absolute retribution upon the United States of America for the actions of James Franco presumably American and Seth Rogen Canadian yeah <laughs> are you guys Canadian? yeah Seth Rogen's Canadian I totally didn't know yeah he's uh, you didn't put the hilarious Vancouver pothead into him being a hilarious Vancouver pothead nope <laughs> anywho yeah hilarious yep uh, no, I, I, like to be fair they're making fun of like a currently active real world dictator Team America did it also Way worse. Yeah. With his dad. With his dad. Yeah, with his dad. But like way worse. Yeah. Like super, super. Rory. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like significantly worse. Well, I don't, we haven't seen the movie yet. It could be way worse. In, in... I, I cannot imagine a more like, like despite the fact that yes, the plot is to kill it's him. James Franco, dude. Okay, yeah, but it's like the we Kim Jong Kim Jong Il I I love the James Franco yeah. and I think he's super funny and I think Seth Rogen's pretty You guys funny. have to stop putting the in front of people's names. The James Franco? <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Call him the James Franco. Okay, carry on. Yeah. So you know T Chad? You know what the T stands for? Is it the? The. Is it the Chad? <laughs> it's the Chad. That's great. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, yeah so there isn't really much to say about this. Nope, that's the whole story. The whole story is <laughs> Kim, that Kim as a result of this, I, I clicked through, like, seriously, like, a hundred fancy high-def photos of, like... The movie? No, of the of Kim Jong-un yeah. like, just doing his stuff. It's so weird. Like, him hanging out with, like, Dennis Rodman and, right. like, him, like, hugging children who are crying because they're basically meeting the man-god Kim Jong-un. Like, it's yep. so fucking weird. I love what they call it, like, they, they call it, like, the Hermit Empire. Or whatever else like that. The like, Hermit Empire. Yeah, exactly. Explain. Because It would be much better if it was the Kermit Empire. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah. No, the it, it's apparently like that's like the nickname for the North Korea is like the Hermit Empire because it is hmm. run like an empire, but it has none of the fucking like funding or resources of it to be an actual power. Yep. So, I, I read a, a book about this. I think I talked about this on the podcast a possibly. few months back. That, that it was like about a guy living in North Korea who became... It was like a novel, but it was like excessively researched to be as accurate okay. as possible with life in North Korea. And yeah, it's terrible and sad and horrific. Yep. You guys have seen the Vice um, documentary where Shane Smith goes to North Korea. Yeah, it is fucking mind blowing. All the the like the show that gets put on for him just to try and make it look like everything is okay. Yeah, exactly. It is so obvious nothing is okay. People are fucking starving. Like apparently they're building like Science Town or whatever what? else like really? that. Like yeah, it's like a science town <laughs> for North Korean scientists. And, like, apparently the, the way to get it built is that, like, there's, like, the winning contracts, so all the contractors are, like, working at a feverish pace because it's an actual, like, competition to build the town. What? Yeah, it's, like, super zany, and you're, like... And Kim Jong-un's, like, we're making it go at Korea speed. <laughs> you're, like, what are you talking about, buddy? What right. is happening with you? His wife's all right. <laughs> His wife's way hot. Understandably, because she's well, dating. He has the pick of of a nation. She's dating the man god, or married to the man god Kim Jong Un. Mm-hmm. So weird. North Korea is best Korea. 
<clears throat> North Korea's best Korea. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's also the, looking at those photos. Yeah. There was um, child like Children's Day International or like North Korean Children's Day, mm-hmm. and it has them like shooting picture like cartoonish pictures of Barack Obama with bows and arrows and stuff, and what? like pictures of the president of South Korea crying, and little kids like showing the picture and stuff, and you're like, huh? <laughs> Children's Day. What is this? So another Fascinating. thing. Fascinating. It's disturbing deeply. I, yeah. I didn't, yeah. The other thing I learned today, which is, I guess, related to totalitarian governments. Of course. Uh, is that 8-8 and the Nazi link of it. I just, Hail for Hitler? some reason. Yeah. How did you not know that? I don't know. I'm I've, sorry. Say that in English. 8-8. Eight, eight yeah. Is like a banned phrase. Like, if you write like 88 on a wall in Germany, mm-hmm. that is a fucking hate crime. Because the eighth letter of the alphabet is H, and 88 would be HH, which would be Hail Hitler. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, but it's like, yeah. it's like quite, like, it's like the equivalent of drawing a swastika. You can't yeah. like, yeah. if you write 88 on something, in conclusion, Patrick Kane from the Chicago Blackhawks is racist. <laughs> was, I, w- I found a website that had uh, like a huge listing of official tattoos and their meanings for hate groups. Okay. Um, and I don't remember if it was like like a law enforcement related or whatever, but they used it like as a guide. Here are examples of like if if the, if the skinhead has the following these following tattoos, he's a member of these following subgroups and suborders and yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, one of them that came up a lot was eighty eight. So I actually already knew that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And I was like, it's weird because there's the crazy eighty eights and I know that and Kill that, Bill. Yep. And like I was like, is that not on purpose? Like I'm like fucking. It kind of has to be on purpose. Well, because like assumably Tarantino's at least somewhat into World War Two, with Inglorious Bastards being the movie he made after He has that. to know. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But is it like... And they are... The Crazy 88s are bad guys. I, I don't think there is a connection, though. I think you don't that, think? Like, he knew, but I think he just doesn't care. Crazy 88s sounds great. That's Yeah, that's but they're also... But, like, but he might be using the 88 as to represent the fact that they're like a bad guy group. You think? Eh. You're... Eh, you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're fucking... They work for the... Maybe he just heard it and thought it sounded cool. Yeah. They might be. But, like, I don't know. Like, he had... Like, but that's what I'm saying, is he had to have known on account of the fact that his next movie was a World War II, like... I, I'm sure, like, maybe somebody brought it up and he was like, eh, who gives a shit? Only the skinheads are going to get pissed off. Nobody gives a fuck about them. Or it could be on purpose. Japan was absolutely part of the Axis. Yep, that is like, true, too. That's what I'm saying. And they yep. were all Japanese fighters, right? So... Mm-hmm. Eh. Eh. I'm, like, I'm trying to think how that would be relevant in the story. It, it kind of wouldn't be, but yeah. it could absolutely be there and somehow fit into the fucking Tarantino overworld, right? Yeah, the mythos. Oh, actually, that totally does. How? Because, you know, this is how Inglorious Bastards fits into the giant overworld mythos. I do, yes. Right? Yeah. So think about it. So Kill Bill, like, they all operate in the same world. Right. So there's only, because there's only a hyper-romanticized version of World War Two. Right. Exists. So the Japanese gang would be like, yeah, fucking Crazy 88s. Absolutely. Because it's the hyper-romanticized pop culture of World War Two. Which exists because World War Two ended in a fucking yeah. zany fashion in the Tarantino Maybe. universe. Maybe because I don't know if you heard about this. Like, like that's like the the events of Inglorious Bastards is why everybody are movie buffs and they're more violent. They're, in the future. they're a lot more violent yeah. because a single a singular act of violence halted changed the course of history by killing Hitler in the movie theater at the end of Inglorious Bastards. Well, no, that's another movie. I don't need Holy to watch it anymore. Holy shit, it's been out like, fucking for six or seven years. You don't, yep. you don't get to be spoiler-free a decade after a movie comes out. Like, like I went on. to go see it the first year I was dating Sarah, six years ago. Yeah. 
it's been on Netflix for about two years. Mm-hmm. So you don't get to get, you get mad pissed about when people spoil Shakespeare movies. Don't be ridiculous, John. Okay, so if a movie's been out for like seven years, guess what? Guess what? Jesus dies at the end of the Gospels. Am I required to see every single fucking movie? You're not, but then you can't get mad about spoilers when you I'm don't. I'm not, but just like say spoilers. Just it's just courtesy to ask. Have you seen this? Apparently, the internet says that you have until Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, and even even when I tell you stuff, like don't tell me, you still go into it anyway. So I've, I've flat out given up on watching anything recent, Keith, because you're just gonna tell me what happens. Yay! Yep. But the internet seriously gives you until Tuesday. That's the statute of limitations on like on spoilers on spoilers for Game of Thrones. Oh it's yeah, 48 hours. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> forty-eight hours. Yeah, you have until Tuesday, and then you can start tweeting and talking about it. Hmm. Anyway, okay, so yes, so in Inglorious Bastards, a couple of freedom fighters do this like crazy singular act of violence, fucking burning down a theater, and then machine gunning Hitler in the face. Right. And so, as a result of that, in the Tarantino universe, a it like ramped up like pop culture and movies because it was like happened in a movie theater by by an actor with the woman who ran the movie theater and all mm-hmm. that stuff so like movies on the whole got be- more glamorous got more glamorous because it was like basically like the film industry saved the world and everybody got crazy violent because you're just sort of like you want to end a war all it takes is like a fucking little group of fucking psychopaths so and they can do it and they can do it it happened in history so with all that romanticization of violence and all that stuff you don't think there'd be a group of Japanese psychos who would be like... I really think the connection is spurious. Well, you know there, it does. It doesn't follow. It's like Tarantino's I think, I think Crazy 88 just sounds cool. If you want to like spend all this time connecting it in, you're just like doing it out of like clues you're making up in your head. Wow. Well, Tarantino did say that they all take place in the same universe. Yeah, yeah. No, like I, I know his extended universe is like a thing, and that's, that's well documented, but yeah. this is just like so remote. <sighs> We're going to have to ask. Why did, why did you even start talking about the 88 thing? No, just because we were going from uh, totalitarian governments, and then the fact that I did not know that the eighty-eight was a no, a, no, no, no. But what led you to what? What gave you that knowledge of what? Oh, like it came up at work because I was like, like, we were trying to like magnify the screen, right? And I was like, go eighty-eight percent, and he was just sort of like, really there. Only German member of my team. <laughs> you want to adjust the zoom to eighty-eight percent? I was like, why not? <laughs> he was like, oh, of course you do, and I was like. Okay, I'm like legit confused right, about right, what right. the thing that I said was wrong, and then someone like Googled it or whatever, and was like, "Huh?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Man, I did not know that." He's like, "Just a random suggestion," or because like 85 was too small and 90 was too big, so right. I just said 88. <laughs> Apparently, I got to watch my mouth because I'm a German. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I absolutely didn't think, but my boss was like, my boss was like like ribbing me like he wasn't like a f- yeah, yeah, actual yeah, yeah, offender yeah, or whatever but he was just like of course the German recommends it goes to what 80. were you up to Sophie today what, what did T- you do I played WoW yeah how was that it's been a while since I played like a few hours in a row uh, other than just for raid so that was fun mm-hmm. I-, I got a priest to level 90 that's it is that is that like a big deal anymore like do they have, don't they have like rapid fire leveling stuff now where you can just I don't do that no I mean, you can, but I mean, it has to tie you to other accounts, or I—I I don't even look into that. I just—I just level normal, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah, that's what I did today. Did you start at like level one? Yes. How long did it take? I like a year. Oh, okay. because I—I okay. I yeah. I started the, like a level one. I thought today. you started today and got to level ninety today. No. Watch out, John! Your toe is doing things to the controllers. Uh oh. 
Watch out. Level 90. I was leveling it with a friend, and we promised not to play it uh, unless we're together, so it took that long. Right. It took us with Borderlands. <laughs> we still haven't gone back to Borderlands 2. We haven't gone back to Borderlands 2. I'm a little sad about that, because it was really fun. Yeah, we Borderlands 1, though. Yeah. With a super disappointing ending. It sure was. Like, and, but I don't know if it was, like, so... I mean, like, it was a disappointing ending, and apparently it was a bad boss fight, but I also feel that, like... We cheated the boss fight where I like got caught in his armpit and then just punched him. To we death. used the same strategy for that as we did for everything. Which Keith goes in and punches it to death, and then the rest of us like sort of try and feel useful and <laughs> keep Keith alive. You you shoot me with healing bullets. I do sometimes healing rockets. Yeah, exactly. And then well, what's his name? Ronan. Yep. I guess just like snipes up the ads. Pretty much because there's like ads around. I just never really deal with them because I'm busy <laughs> punching the main guy. The funniest thing is that that's the exact same strategy we used in Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. It's true. <laughs> the little apple head guy runs in and blows everything <laughs> it's just, up. It's the it's like the fucked up part where they like and, and it's exactly the same flaw, which is when you pile like DPS and tank into the same guy, you're like he does everything. Well, this is the guy to do. Keep yep. him alive. He's going to he's going to be the basis of every single solitary plan we have. Yep. Very silly. I spent the entire day playing a game called Don't Starve. I talked about this. Which is like, I can't believe how... What is that? I can't believe how compelling this stupid game is. Okay, sorry, there's a red light coming off your phone, and I was like, I only saw a red glow. So, what you do is you try not to starve. It's like you wake up on... I'm playing right now. uh, Yeah, you wake up (laughs) on a desolate beach in the middle of nowhere, and you like... It's like a Tim Burton-esque Nightmare Before Christmas. It's like kind of claymation Kind of like, yeah, a little bit kind of claymation-y fantasy land. And you are constantly running the risk of like starving to death or um, getting overheated or freezing to death or getting murdered by monsters. And you got to like harvest sticks and twigs and leaves and build yourself shelters. And, and it's like so fun. That seems a bit Minecrafty. It is a little bit Minecrafty, And yeah. it's like, it, it's, it's in a similar style where like the world is like randomly generated. And um, you have a pretty good chance of dying very quickly over and over again until you figure out just barely how to get past it, like a certain area. You know, like you, the first day, you could die in the first day from running out of food. And then you realize, okay, I got to run around and pick up all the berries and carrots that I see out on the ground. And then you like keep eating the berries and carrots and you make it to day three or four. But then you're like, oh shit, okay, now uh, on you're three or get four. You're or something. Yeah, like. If you only eat meat or stuff, is it really that realistic? It's, it's not quite like scurvy, but it is like if it's raining, your stuff will get wet and you'll start to freeze. And then what was ha- it, an Oregon Trail? Dysentery? Yeah, dysentery. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't run into any diseases yet, but you you constantly run the risk of going insane. So, like, if you spend too much time in the darkness, your, like, sanity meter drops, and these, like, ghost creatures start showing up. Crazy. And, um, I don't know. I tried cutting down a tree at one point, and a gigantic ant showed up and beat me to pieces, and I got really far in winter, and then a gigantic one-eyed deer monster showed <laughs> up and, and destroyed all of my... Like, I had these, like, herds of... of they're called, like, uh, beef beefalopes or something okay and they like this gigantic deer monster showed up and killed all my beefalopes and then i starved to death that sucks holy crap dude the game is so much fun and it's like it's like when i describe it the most of the game is like building a garden making sure that garden is properly fertilized <laughs> going and getting a bunch of, of, of like of, of saplings planting all the saplings in a nice place near your bed so that you don't have to go too far to get your sticks using those sticks to make fire it's like so boring but somehow like juggling the fear of running out of food and trying to keep the the site lit so you don't go insane at night and whatever all these different things like it's always on your mind so you're just apparently engaged. that that apparently that yeah. sort of shit's going to be in Far Cry 4 really yeah like like long 
well, like accelerated real time evenings and nights and whatever right, like that, right. where it's like you can't just run through the fucking forest at night. You'll need to like make stop, fire, stop, yeah. make a fire, make a camp, whatever, and then like you can rest for downtime, mm-hmm. and then you can get like. If you didn't properly rest in a safe, like so this is all stuff like speculation, or whatever, but right. like stuff that Ubisoft started with three and want to bring into four, where it's like if your camp isn't like safe, you'll get like interrupted like mid rest, right. say, and not get all your HPs back because you're like, fucking, they found sleep. you, idiot! Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> you camped like less than a mile away from fucking like militia. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why are you doing that? Anyway, yeah. So apparently they're supposed to have all that, all this sort of stuff like camping and hunting and fucking survivalist stuff while you're while you're off running around in the Far Cry woods. Hmm. So, I don't know. I think that could be pretty compelling. Like, that element that you're talking about in that game, obviously a little less so, because there'd be, like, less farming. Yeah. But, like, mixed with a, like, action shooter. Yeah, and, like, I think Far Cry probably has a story to tell, which this game might, but it's really, like, secondary to the yeah. to the actual gameplay. Yeah. Yep. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and it's, like, five bucks on Steam right now, because the summer sale is on. This is, the, like, the time to be buying video games. Fucking every game is, like, 75% off. Yeah. People go so crazy for that summer sale. It's, yeah. It's nuts. Like, every day, they have, like, 20 different games that are up there for 50 to 75% yeah. off. And so, a lot of the time, you're like, would I buy that game for 15 bucks? Eh. Would I get it for 5 Probably. Yeah. So, you just end up picking up all these games. And, like, I seriously play summer sale games the entire year through. Just because you end up picking up... You check once a day, and if anything interests you at all, this is the time. Yeah. Well, yeah. I picked up a thing on PlayStation Plus, but I haven't played it yet. Which is Tearaway. 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 It's from the. Oh, this thing is on PS Four, I think, or it might just be the Xbox. Um, uh, who knows? Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Sorry. Anyway, yeah. Tearaway. Tearaway. Have not played it yet. Yeah. Uh, it's from the creators of Little Big Planet, I believe. Okay. And it's like Penny Arcade gave it that award at the We're Right Awards, where they were just sort of like the best game that nobody will ever play because it's on a Vita, right? <laughs> <laughs> and ever, like I haven't really played it, but apparently in terms of like just again more like full use of the Vita's capabilities, um, where it like uses like the front facing camera to like put your face into things, and you could like move your head around in the level, and it's like catching the camera while Weird. you're moving the little man. Like there's apparently all sorts of like super like next level shit Vita stuff Vita stuff where yeah. it's like makes me really sad that there's not more Vita games well, but I guess like there totally could be right uh, okay you have a Vita and you I have do. had one for like two years no I got my Vita this Christmas what's okay. a Vita? it's the the new Playstation Portable it's a Playstation Vita okay okay so eight months six months now yeah how many games have you played on it that have been amazing almost all of them and how many games is that? of the ones that I've played that I've beaten? I don't know. How that many I've games? played? Six, seven? Okay. So, okay, we run through the list. The first game I played was the Walking Dead uh, Telltale Games thing. Okay, but that was on everything. It doesn't count. That was on everything. But I think it was originally on the Vita, even. I don't think so, dude. It's been on Steam for years. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, whatever. So, then there was Thomas Was Alone, which okay. was uh, an adorable little game about boxes that fly around. It's like a complete total indie game that's yeah. one thing that they're doing really really smart but Sony's doing really smart is that a lot of the simple little indie games that don't need fucking the full PS3 th- yeah. the p- full power all of them are cross by hmm. so like you buy it on the PS3 but you also get the Vita copy so there's like a couple games that I had already just kicking around on the Vita and I was like these little indie games are not always stuff that you're gonna be like 
I want to sit down and put my real gaming time <laughs> into this. I right, wanna, but like, a I couple want... minutes while you're... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Thomas Was Alone was a lot of fun. Uh, a Clone in the Dark was really fun. A Clone in the Dark? A Clone in the Dark. It's is, like a... Is it a play on Alone in the Dark? Well, not really. You're just more like a clone. Okay. You're just, and it's just sort of like a little running, jumping, platforming, again, like total indie title, which like, fun? Get, gets fun and like hard super fast. Yeah. Like, like almost... Not at Meat Boy level, uh-huh. but like Meat Boy esque, where you're just sort of like, oh fuck, I need to make all these jumps with the fucking. I remember Meat Boy. Super, Super Meat, Meat Boy. Boy. Great fun. That was really cute. And really hard. Really hard. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Like, in, like as soon as you're at like level four or five, yep. you're like, I need to make a series of jumps, and if I mess up even one, I'm dead. Yeah. And like, it doesn't get Meat Boy crazy, but it's still like pretty punishing. Okay. So that was a lot of fun. The the Y's that I'm playing. Yep. Is a yep. Vita exclusive. Tearaway is fucking really good. The PlayStation All Stars was also on PS3, mm-hmm. but that I played. And That's was the uh, Smash Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was that any good? Was it? It was the only thing that I. So it has a reverse mechanism to Smash Brothers. Okay. So in Smash Brothers, I beat you up until you're at like 100% damage, 200% damage, 300% right. damage, 400% and damage. Eventually. And then eventually, like even if I don't hit you with the smash move, right, you're gonna like fly a punch away. will go like twee and send you flying. Right. In this one, you build up a super meter. Okay. At a 100% super meter, you have like basically a one shot that you could knock someone out. Uh, 200% will be like maybe like a move. That you could, if you time it really well, might catch two or three people. Hmm. And at 300%, you kind of have like a super devastating stomp around and you're probably going to kill the screen. Okay. So, but I find just that mechanism Mm -hmm. misbalances it somehow because, no offense to Sophie, I could wail on Sophie, you build up my power meter, and then just turn and be like, poof, and then just like shoot it at you. Right. So you can kind of like... Like like mismatch the game, which I guess is maybe like a bit of an equalizer. Yeah, but, but I same... think also like if you're ahead, you're gonna stay ahead in that kind of a scenario. Well, yes and no, because the thing is, is that like if if anybody wants to like drop you, like that's the thing, they can knock your percentage down. Your percentage yeah. isn't static. They can okay. they have moves that like can knock your your super meter down. So if people want to like gang up on one guy, they they can really really stop him from being effective. Right. Anyway, I'm just saying, just it's. Smash Brothers seems a little more balanced because you like it doesn't reward you for being better it punishes you for being bad if that makes a sense anywho the point is apparently there's a bunch of good titles on the Vita yeah yeah. and uh, hopefully there's a super good Cam Levine title coming out at some point yeah because he said that was one of the things he was super excited about developing for right. and then he, now that he ran off and is going to be making like indie games have you heard anything from him since he did that because that was a few months ago we talked about yeah. it yeah well I don't know man I don't think games happen overnight uh, certainly not. <laughs> exactly. There's, there's prop. He probably is going to have like months and months and months of fucking like business stuff to take care of to pull that off, right? Yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's just the like you don't just walk out of a rational well, being like you never know. Like, Sometimes like assembling like like a small team can be much more agile. You know, like you can put stuff out a lot quicker. No, no, but no. I'm, I'm just saying the the like the legal business of shutting down a rational is oh. probably. There's so many, yeah, yeah, exactly. There's probably so many like contracts to fulfill or break or like deal with penalties or otherwise negotiate things. Like, I, I can't imagine set, shutting down a studio that small just being a like, close up the doors, irrational is no more. Yeah, you know, like there's fucking just even what happens to the intellectual properties that they have and. Well, aren't they all owned by Take Two? Two K. Two K. That's what. I mean. Possibly. Yeah. But do we know that? Nope. Exactly. Like, yep. <laughs> like that's. It it might be easy, but it might. I can imagine it being kind of shitty. I don't know if you heard about this, so. I what? 
Do you know uh, Bioshock? Yes. So the creator of the two bi- the, of the first and the third Bioshock games. So both AAA titles, both like super well received, both fucking beloved by everybody. Was just like making these AAA titles takes too long. Big games are too long and boring, and I have lots of ideas. Shutting down my company. I'm gonna make small indie games. Goodbye. Yep. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but he hasn't really done anything yet. But Tim Schafer did that, and Tim Schafer did some fun things. Sure, sure. <laughs> and is uh, what's happening with Tim Schafer and Notch? What's that going on? Well, this, he he made a comment like, if I was gonna make a second Psychonauts, I would need twenty million dollars. Anybody have that? And then Notch was like, Yeah, I guess I do. Okay. And, um, and they kind of like jokingly got together to talk about working together, but then they, I think they, I think what Notch ended up saying was like, Yeah, I said it as a joke, and then. Some people took it really seriously, and uh, we actually talked, and it's like, wait, it, it's crazy, and it's not going to happen. Cause I, but I, what I was thinking yeah. was, like, what about a Kickstarter? He could probably get away with that. Because like, didn't they make an entire movie on Veronica Mars on Kickstarter? Yep. They, Kickstarter does a lot of cool stuff these days. Yeah. Like, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't, like, if he said, I'm doing a Psychonauts Kickstarter, it wouldn't be impossible for him to get $10 million, $20 million. Yeah, exactly. Maybe That's... 10 I don't know if they really grow that much higher than that. How much money did they make for the Veronica Mars movie? I have no idea, but I, I don't think it was. Um, it was still the... it was still crowdsourced, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe I don't think the whole thing was crowdsourced. I think there was like a base amount of money. The startup, but, uh, yeah. but uh, okay. But then even then, I'm like, if if fucking Tim Schafer can raise ten million dollars, yeah, you don't think he could get like another ten from actual investors, right? You know, I don't know. Psychonauts too. Make it happen, Tim. We'll wait. <laughs> it's just, the rest of the podcast is just silence while we just it, uh, it got it made two million dollars the Veronica Mars okay which is way less than some some big video game ones yeah 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 is there any, any cool video game Kickstarter stuff uh, not in the last little while like I'm still waiting for all the ones that I that I kickstarted and that I'm excited about to get going yeah. like the new Planescape Torment game that one's still in development not for another uh, another year or two the um Wasteland 2 is coming out in August, which is pretty exciting. Wastelander. Dude, I'm super fucking pumped for that game. I played the um they they put out the uh the like pre-alpha version on Steam. Mm-hmm. So you can go and play it now. Okay. And it's basically like Fallout 2 just like super updated graphics and 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 updated mechanisms and whatever. And like yeah, it's rough around the edges, but it's a pre-release game, so whatever. So pretty pretty pumped for that, and um, and then like Massive Chalice, which I've mentioned like five or six times. Yeah, we all yeah. want to play Massive Chalice. Heck yeah! I might even get a computer for computer it. Computer that does it. I feel this one could do it. I feel, like I've seen the videos of it. It cannot be. No, it looks like cartoony and simple. It, it look it looks like Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yep. I really it can't be demanding that much fucking processing Juice, power yeah. from it. Yeah. I yeah have seen a movie. What movie? I cannot remember. Jesus Christ, that's a great story. Isn't it, though? Yeah. Okay, well, maybe I can talk about the things that I've been excited to talk Do about. Do it! Yeah. Uh, you kind of got to jump in. Well, now I'm just going to clam up, John. God damn it, Sophie. <laughs> um, Swear to God, if I remember what movie I'm talking I'm just going to start talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Do it, Sophie. I had a lot of time um, to to watch a lot of TV shows in the last little while. I didn't mm-hmm. have much to do with work. So I caught wind of a series that I started watching in 2011, which was uh, Mortal Kombat Legacy. That's like a TV show? It was a webisode series thing. Oh my god, okay. And it was um, really good. It was a reimagined telling of the origin of the Mortal Kombat thing. 
So it, it's it's like uh, at the beginning of the story, and it was it was really well done, and um, had people like uh, what's her name, Jerry Ryan, in there. She was playing Sonya Blade. I don't remember who. Jerry Seven Ryan. of Nine. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, she was playing Sonya Blade, um, and a, a bunch of other known actors, like people from Dollhouse and stuff like that. And it was actually really, really cool. The the stories were original, and they even mixed in some animation for some more otherworldly stuff, like mm-hmm. Outla- Outworld, I think. Right. And um, it was really cool. And then they talked about doing a series two, and that didn't happen until like two two and a half years later right. and they changed the cast drastically like they put in Mark Dacascos and Casper Van Dien as Johnny Cage which was I gotta say epic it was really good those two casting choices were great but right. Casper Van Dien's the best he follows me on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> he is pretty cool yeah I remember <laughs> uh, but the thing is they, they changed a lot of what the original series had uh, established mm-hmm. they, I think because the, the studio wanted to take a different direction so they made it a little too campy okay um, oh, you get the you get the Van Dien. Yeah, you you know, and you know what? That is really cool. And Kerry Tagawa um, came back as Shansung, which was really cool mm-hmm. because he's just awesome. But yeah, I I just it it seems a bit of a letdown to to just kind of continue on saying yes, this is totally what happened in series one when they changed the vision of the producer or the guy that created the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like it started with this like. This movie that he made called Mortal Kombat Rebirth, and this is they were talking about making a motion picture, but they decided not to and gave him the series. But right. anyway, so that kind of went downhill. What kind of a release did this thing have? Like, it's just up on a website, or, or like where? Yeah, they they talked about the release on Comic Con and stuff, and then they they released it um, on Machinima, how Machinima, whatever, yeah. yeah, however you pronounce it. Cool. Um, and they they released it all on there. Right. And it's all there available, and it's really cool, and it's fun. It's worth a watch, especially uh, the first one. Mortal Kombat Rebirth. Uh, Rebirth was the movie that mm-hmm. this web series was based on. The web series is Mortal Kombat Legacy. Legacy. Yeah. Kay. So I was super pumped to see the second half. And it was disappointment. It was disappointment. So I kind of. What if you What if you separated the first second half from the first half? Was it only disappointing because they changed the first, or was it like it also? It was disappointing because it was more of the same stuff that had been written in whenever Mortal Kombat was released. Okay. The reimagining. The retelling that was more realistic and a little more grown up was, yeah, yes, more realistic in a fantasy setting. Scorpion. Okay, yeah. I realize this is yeah, but no, it it just it yeah, made yeah. more sense. Okay. It, it, it was less less uh, cheesy and campy. How was the kung fu? The fight sequences were really well done. I mean, really if well you, done? yeah, I mean, cool. if, especially if you hire somebody like Mark Dacascos, this guy is right. is really awesome and incredible performer, and yeah, he, he was fantastic. He played Kung Lao. He right, was, he was cool. Uh, they had people like uh, James Liu in the first series, who's mm-hmm. like legit martial artist, like since the eighties has what, been around. Do, what do I know him in? Nothing, John. Actually, I don't think you've ever seen any of his movies. I don't know. We watched some kung fu. Yeah, we watched a lot of white. Yeah? yeah. Well, he's been in almost every movie. He's almost like, oh, he's that guy. Every movie. He's one of those Asian guys. <laughs> okay. He's like, oh, it's that guy. Yeah, yeah and he's always had the long hair in the back. Kind Is of Raiden Christopher Lambert? Because if he's not, <laughs> I'm disappointed. No, um, actually, Raiden's story is like super disturbing and and interesting. I don't know. Being Christopher Lambert would disturb me. <laughs> hey, he was cool in Subway. In any case, I was so disappointed by the second so season that yeah. they did that I cheered myself up by watching Street Fighter Assassin's Fist, which is the story of Ken and Ryu training in Gukan's dojo in Japan. Huh. Crazy. And it is fucking amazing. Really? Oh my god, it is really well written. Even if you're not a fan of the series, it is fucking fantastic. If you can get past the stupid wig that Ken is wearing, 
Oh, uh, like wait, it's a- live action? Is it an it's Asian? Is it an action. Asian dude in a blonde wig? Live action no. Street Fighter. Okay. No, it's an American dude. Uh, they have an Asian dude playing. Um, everything is is accurate. It's exactly like how you would imagine it. Uh, it's they look it's exactly like the 2D like their fighter characters. or Street Fighter. Yeah. <laughs> but it is really well written. The choreograph- choreography is is absolutely fantastic, and mm-hmm. it's it's just a lovely story. And the effects are, are also really cool. And if uh, if you're into martial arts, I think is uh, it's kind of nice. To, to see the values of martial arts, like what's an and 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 I forget the name of the style that they practice, but either way, it was well done. Huh. Very much recommended. It blows uh, Mortal Kombat Legacy out of the water. Ouch. I think. I see. Yeah. How do the fireballs look? And they're the the Hadouken. Yeah. yeah. They're really cool. Like uh, the effects that that they came up with was really cool, and they they also feature the origin of the uh, Akuma, mm-hmm. which is interesting and a little disturbing as well. Well, it sort of should be. Yeah. No, definitely. So now they're in talks for a season two in which uh, they're going to be featuring um, Guile and Chun-Li. Nah, Guile. Yeah, hopefully that happens. I'm Sonic actually boom. excited for that. <laughs> Sonic boom. Guile's theme goes with everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's that's all I had for the watchy stuff. I was all excited about them. Cool. And I want more of them. Street Fighter 2, the animated movie, mm-hmm. was so good. I remember that one. It was like one of one of the animes where I was like, anime is fucking amazing. The yep. animation was fantastic. The animation in was that. fantastic. An actual soundtrack. I will always go back to the scene where Vega decides to try to kill Chung Lee in her yes. apartment. Was he sort of half raper? Like it was. He, really well, it's certainly it's it's he doesn't half raper, but he's like licking his tongue, and then he's like he's like I'm gonna make the rabbit bleed. Like yeah. it's very clear that like. He's probably gonna rape her and murder her. Yeah. Like it's not just gonna be a straight, straight murder from right. old Vega. And KMFDM is playing during yep. the whole scene, yep. and it's so good, it's so good. And oh, I'll... I forgot to mention, um, Street Fighter was also released with uh, Machinima oh. hmm. on YouTube, so we can get them all at the same YouTube channel. Exactly. Right. Huzzah! Also, when Ryu and Ken stood side by side and threw a fireball, and they like they spiraled around each other as they like the two fireballs. Yep. Flew. Such a good. But then anime disappointed. Yeah, well, I don't know if it all disappointed. I feel that there's some good animes out there. There was a handful of good I've kind of been traumatized by uh, Sword Art Online. Did you get to the part where it got stupid? What is Sword Art Online? I watched the whole series. Okay, so I'll tell you where... We talked to this a little bit about... Yeah, 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 years ago. Yeah, 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 exactly. I think I I watched... I'll tell you exactly where I watched. (laughs) Yeah. I watched up until they got out of the first video game. Spoilers... There's yep. multiple video games. Okay. It doesn't really set it up in the series that there's going to be multiple video games. But that whole first series, if it had just ended right then and there, I would have been pretty happy. Then, oh, it keeps going, and now there's maybe incest. And I was like, nope. I watched like two more episodes and bailed. I feel the same, but I stuck to it because apparently my friend said it gets really like epic at the end. But you know what? The end really bothered me. It, it's like insane sexual aggression. Oh, that's fun. And like it, personal life invasion and and like borderline murder and and mental illness and it really I the scenes where the guy is like aggressing the girl mm-hmm. is it the I bad guy had a really really it's a different bad guy. Okay, so I had, it, it's, and a really hard time watching it. I felt sick to my stomach and I was like, I do not want any more anime for years to come. Now I kind of want to watch it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh fuck, you guys, no. <laughs> Honestly, no, no, no. But I mean, like again, it's so com- rare. Coming, I feel a real feeling coming oh, coming from a really bad bothered guy. Me. Coming from a bad guy like like that is not necessarily good but it was yeah. fucking graphic and it just I th- no I th- anime graphic <laughs> yeah. no like I was angry I was really angry <laughs> after watching it as oh anyways either way I really enjoyed the first part of it and I thought it was really sweet 
Yeah, the first part was cute. Exactly. I really liked it. Well, well cute in a traumatic sort of way. Well, you but, have people dying and stuff. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but whatever. But it's, it's, still, it's still like a lot You want to give me a quick synopsis of what this thing is? So you get sucked into the... Well, everybody puts on this virtual reality helmet, and then they're like... It's Sucker. like WoW VR. They're like exactly like a WoW VR Send game, and then they're like, the suckers, kind of if you die in the game, you die in the real world. And nobody really even knows if this is even true. Right, because okay, people components. never come back. You can't log out. Yeah, you can't log out. There's no option to log out of the game, and you're like full immersion. And uh, if your family members try to log you out, you die. Yeah. It like does these electro shockwaves to your brain. and. So, but then don't you starve to death? The thing is, they plug in all, they, they save the whole hospital wing and, and plugged in all these people on IVs and life support and everything. Uh-huh. So the, the thing is, they will only be released from the game. They can only log out if they beat the game, the final boss of the game. Right. So and they all have to beat the boss together like no. an MMO no, no, no. or are they just... Yeah. Like, like that. And they're all level one. Wait, exactly. But they, but they don't okay. have to all be there. Like, there's like what they call like the, the frontliners who are the guys who are like leveling and going up the tower or whatever. Right. But there are some people who are like, Fuck this. I'm going to sit here at level one and not worry about it. I'm going to fish. There's exactly. a guy who's a fisherman. I'm going to be a fisherman or I'll be like a smith and stuff. And I'm right. not going to fucking... Because like it or not, you make your life in there. Right. And that, that, that they actually talk on, on, on about these things like, you know, how people uh, will often like shirk responsibilities for like the sense of achievement or personal achievements that they'll get playing MMORPGs. Right. They really touch on that in this game, <laughs> saying, "You know what? I I'm stuck in here. I made my life here. I don't know how I'm going to feel once I'm out there in the real world." Right. Because it ends up at the end of that season one, they've been in that game for over two years. Huh. That's fucking yeah. insane. So, but then in the second season, they go in another game. Uh, the the one varies. Anyway, the, no, it's just they, they somebody stuff. bought the realm that they beat, basically, and built a new game on it. Okay. And the guy who did it is basically obsessed with the main girl and like doesn't let her log out and he makes her prisoner queen uh-huh. and the hero they're you know the romantic attachment yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything the hero goes back in to get her out right yeah yeah so yeah that's that's pretty much it and also has strange feelings for his cousin sister cousin sister cousin whatever what? that was my like nope <laughs> like I was just like I just don't care anymore I'm like, I was really pissed off about that I was like this makes no sense and I was like cuz he's a he's fucking supposed to be in love with her so why is he even having it like he is like such a great fucking hero like he's a complete and total he's not attracted no his sister cousin is attracted to him oh whatever I don't even care he's like but you're what no I don't give a shit either way it was an element that I just didn't care about and was like fuck you stupid anime it was wrong And then the end. Yeah, but this whole you guys getting revolted thing. I mean, that's what entertainment is there for. It's like, it's no, like I want to be delighted, not revolted. John. I, was, I wasn't revolted by the thing. I was just like, I just don't care about this anymore. I was like, they got out of the game and he saved his girlfriend. I'm like, why is there another game and why is there another? Because she's right. not saved. She's still trapped. Yeah, but it's such like. Then I'm like, then fuck you. Like, I just did not care about going through that again. I was it like, oh so well, angry. I guess he'll go into another game and he'll rescue her again. That'll right. be cool. Like that was like. Or she'll die. Like, who knows? It's an anime. He didn't rescue her in the first one. They both fought quite equally. She she was every bit the hero that he was. I thought he d- she died right at the end, sacrificing herself. They both died. Whatever, man. They both died. Inca- oh, spoilers. No, spoilers. We, he already said it. spoilers, and don't give me that fucking face. Hey, did you, you guys said, see Raid what's Redemption? What's it about? <laughs> did, you guys, I- did you guys see Raid Redemption? Nope. nope. But I tried, I tried. After you sold me on it, I, w- yeah. I went back on Netflix, and it, they took it off. Aww. Only there was some way you could buy it on iTunes. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe I will <laughs> buy it on iTunes. Exactly. You should do that. Yeah. Holy shit. I don't know if I told you about this, Sophie. Raid Redemption is like... Makes like... Isn't it a Thai movie? 
Yeah, it makes from like ten years ago. Yes, but they're making the reason why I watched it is because they're making a sequel. Apparently, it was amazing. It's, Keith only watches movies if they're making a sequel. Don't spoil right. it, though. That's right. Oh, that's right. You're gonna respect fucking John's? Really? This movie is ten years <laughs> okay, old. But like, here's the thing that I can tell I you. I fucking Look, hate you. I'm gonna guys. tell. I'm gonna spoil Raid Redemption. It's some cops who go into a tower run by bad dudes. They kill them all. And then, well, a bunch of the cops die and a bunch of the bad dudes die. And awesome. that's his name, Tony. Tony. Ja. I don't Tony believe ja, Tony Ja you. is in it. I'm pretty sure he is. Is he? That that's how they sold it from under. He was the guy from Ong Back. Yeah, yeah, I know I, exactly. I was like super disappointed with Ong Back. I watched that in the last couple of months, it, and it was like everybody hyped it up so hard when it came because out. Because of how brutal it was and shit. It didn't seem really brutal. When he I does saw so it. many terrible things with his knees. He sure does, but like, <laughs> ugh, it, it made it like Ra- Raid made Ong Back look. I just ex- got a very strange text message from Chris Laren, who's apparently at my house, saying, "Haha, I'm touching your stuff." Fun. Shout out, Chris Laren. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Just ask him what stuff. No, I don't want to know. Things. Actually, no, but then now you'll never know. Everything that you look at in your house will be like, did Chris Laren touch I'm this? sorry for the interruption. I just You're yeah. going to put on a pair of socks and be like, maybe Chris Laren put these socks on before <laughs> I did. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe he's brushing his hair with your brush. Just Maybe he's brushing his teeth with your toothbrush. Or something else. Who knows? Maybe It's a mystery. Putting your shampoo in your shoes. <laughs> I think we were talking about movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raider Redemption, yeah. man. Heart. Big plus. Big plus. Big plus. Get it on iTunes. Watch it. Buy it on iTunes. Obtain it legally. Maybe it's on American Netflix, which yeah. I guess is some dubious legality if you obtain it that way. Yeah. What's the legality on that? If Somebody's you spoof like, your IP, I, I don't think that that is illegal. Yeah, but it's so like because clearly they're like we don't want to broadcast into Canada because you're but you're bypassing the broadcast. Well, here's the other thing: they don't give a shit. Netflix, like they absolutely could stop their network from delivering. Yeah, yeah, easily, easily, and so like yeah. But that's it. But I feel that you're breaking some sort of broadcast law. But I guess since you're not broadcasting, yeah, like that's I think that's the loophole, right? Is like Netflix is like yeah, we're not broadcasting into the states. It's because like. It's applying archaic broadcast law to the internet because that, that's the entire problem work. with yeah. the whole situation is that like it's putting broadcasting into internet yeah. and they're like, well, we're not sending our internets into Canada. Yeah, and then they just sit there with a little Cheshire cat smile on their face for a little bit, and then okay, you, so maybe I'll maybe I'll go and do that. Yeah, yeah. Or somebody offered to do that for me, and I was like, I'm happy with Canadian Netflix. What's super <laughs> cool is there's a service called Unblock Us. Yep. Or Unblock US, where there's a little toggle switch. So you can pick whatever Netflix you choose. And the British Netflix is amazing because they have all the BBC shut up on there. You can also pick the Mexican yep. one. Hey, we can watch the Mexican soaps. Exactly, Mexican yeah. soap opera. Oh, that's would be a good way to like pick up and refresh my Spanish. Exactly, to start yeah. watching Spanish Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. There's a little region checker and uh, on it. So once you get it set up. It's basically just need to set up program your router with the information that they give you and Mm -hmm. and that's it it's done crazy like I use this service I hope it's not illegal five bucks five bucks a month that's not that bad for all the extra content you're gonna get yeah all the extra content and also it lets me watch the WWE network they don't give that in Canada not yet no (gasps) weird well now I want it can you come to my house and set it up no Please, maybe at some point. So uh, I guess we're almost done. Does yeah. Have anything 
super exciting? No, I blasted through my content. Blasted through your stuff. There's something that I really wanted to talk about that was like newsworthy. Doesn't matter, Keith. You was lost it the your Ebola chance. outbreak in Cote d'Ivoire? Or how about that fucking football match that we watched? This is so bad. This is like the the the, the elite elite premier events of the football world and a match yeah, I, is in decided fact, in fact yeah. I would go as far to say that it is the premier event of the sporting world more people yes. watch the world cup than anything else any other fucking thing like it, it right. kills the super bowl okay because right? so, so is, is, here's, people pointed out the replay and I didn't see is this what you're talking about yeah so so this is the Cote d'Ivoire versus Greece match which right. is tied 1-1 they're in overtime right yeah. which the, the ref gets to like make up a couple minutes and just sort of decide how long yeah, it goes on for play gets whistled down when people yeah. fall down or it goes a guy, a guy does a shitty dive pulls a fucking penalty kick for it and the penalty kick goes in and then this this match is decided on that it, it's like it like ruins the whole fucking 90 minutes of game that you presumably just watched when yeah. it gets decided by a shitty call like that. Shitty call and shitty It's so game. obvious. Did the ball go in the net? Yeah. yeah. So I don't understand. Here's the thing. Penalty shots are like uh, are like uh, not quite gimmies, but they're like an 80% chance to score heavily, every penalty heavily, shot. Heavily favor the shooter. Heavily favor the shooter. So when a guy dives and gets a penalty called when he wasn't really hurt and then he can decide the whole game by faking an injury right there. So obviously they're going to do it, and yeah. the the refs and whatever and the league have not found a way to stop them from doing it. So, like, if I was invested in this game, even if I was fucking rooting for Greece, it was Greece, right? Who won? Yeah. In the end. So even if I was rooting for them, I'd be like, wow, our our fucking team just pretended to get hurt and won because they're fucking wimpy actors. Like, yeah, for, and and, and s- subsequently too, like if you, if you're really like if you're a diehard Grecian, yeah, Grecian fan, why not? A Greek fan, <laughs> Greek fan, yeah. This is the first time they've ever made it out of the group stage in the World Cup. Right. And they did it by by bullshit. Ostensibly cheating. Yeah. Like, they, they pretended to get hurt and fell down. That's cheating. Okay, right. I see now. Yeah. Like, so, so, like, imagine, like, like so he, like, slightly touches, like, I slightly touch your leg, and then I go, ay, and then I fly. But I your leg was already dive there. Means, yeah. yeah, no, but, you, but it wasn't even, there was no kicking motion or whatever. It wasn't like you maybe fouled me a little, and then I took a dive to sell it. You it were, was 100% You were, like, faked, immobile. Yeah. I tripped into you and then fell. So like there's like there wasn't even a course of action yeah. that like you as the like defending player could have taken. Like it wasn't cuz a lot of the times what they end up doing is like they feels like a foot near their foot and they'll just go flying because maybe you kind of tripped them. And they're just overselling when they probably could have just like whoop and like stumbled and kept going. So they'll like they'll be like maybe a foul and they'll oversell it. Like that's Whatever, man. It's so fucking shitty. bullshit. And the fact that that like at this world class event, the games are decided by that kind of bullshit. It's so it's what it's such a difficult conversation to have, though, right? Because yeah. it's like the like how how soccer fans even got mad about goal line technology coming in, right? Like, but it'll it'll only benefit the sport when people aren't pulling bullshit shenanigans yeah. to win games. But I don't know if you you know the the, the I do, whole reason. I do. The yeah, reason. because there was a there was a there was a goal where the, the no, ball no, 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 went but, in but the, and then but the it reason why out. they're opposed to it, why they're opposed to replays, why they're opposed to whatever else. Yeah, because they, they because the the kids play the same game that the big pros play. Also there's the a, same also number of a refs. continuous clock. Yeah. In terms of the actual sport, uh-huh. it's a continuous clock where the clock's always running. That's why they add yeah. in those like extra. I know. Components. I know that's why. So imagine if there's video replays. You get to stop. Everybody gets a breather. Everybody yeah. gets to do whatever. You have to go upstairs. You need to check the videos. Like that could really change the game, right? There's only you can only substitute three men ever, yeah. ever in a game. 
Yeah. So imagine giving everybody a 10, 15 minute rest in the middle. That's well, like it's never going to be 10, 15 minutes. Even in hockey, which is all over that shit, it's it's always like thirty seconds tops. I don't know. Maybe man. a minute. You know, like five minutes. Once there's because so something happens. Everybody complains. They argue. They argue. They argue. Yeah. Then they go up to the video replay. People check the video replay. Then they replay it back to the ref. Then the ref gets to talk with the linesman and make the decision. That's a long. That's longer than any break that exists in soccer right now. Okay, if that's a problem, you can solve that just by organizing. What you do, like you make a system. The ref says, "I want the video replay." You have a room of like fifteen guys that's, who are reviewing yeah. it from every angle simultaneously. Mm-hmm. He says, "I want to call." It's this. Okay, boom, and that's it. It's over. They already have refs who are like gods. They just they hold up their hand and their decision yeah, is. But is keep in mind, they don't even have that in hockey, right? Okay, but they could. If that was the problem, they could solve that problem. I. I understand. I don't, and, but but like if you if you want the other side to this, they've proven mathematically that that these these football matches are rigged, right? Yeah. For, for betting, yeah, it, yeah. it's entirely possible. It's so that they can keep on with that. It's scheme. possible. But I'm just saying, like, there's yeah. like even in hockey, hockey video replay is only goals. Yeah. Right. Which I feel that they should move to goal line technology since that seems pretty a lot more conclusive. <laughs> totally. Like, because I don't know, I've seen it once or twice in World Cup, and it's kind of cool. It's just sort of like they're like go to the goal line technology and it's just like a little like 3D thing and it's like beep boop and you see the ball just like go over the thing and they're like mm-hmm. goal or what they could do is put a couple of extra refs on there it's a gigantic field and there's a million players yeah like it's a, it's it's a it's the world the world's most important football matches are happening why don't you put an extra couple refs to avoid these things bonkers I know it's fucking horrible I, and it gets me all riled up because people are so like into this stuff and then you watch it and the sport is bullshit yeah if it makes you feel any better, the Netherlands are pretty much completely dominating. And Why would play, that make me feel better? They play I'm an, not Netherlandese. They play an extremely clean brand Dutch. of soccer. Yeah. The, the Dutch play a very... The Dutch are scum. What? what? Well, no. It's a quote. It's is that over scum. now? Is nobody into no that idea. anymore? I haven't watched in a long time. But anyway, yeah, the du- Dutch play uh, play a very... Clean game. Like, no, not much diving or whatever. Like, they play chippy and stuff, like, yeah. as they... Well, every, as, as is their prerogative. The it's is, a full contact if sport. If you can win a game... When you fucking dive in the in the ninety first minute of play, of yeah. course you're gonna dive, and you can't fault the players for it. Yeah, exactly. The system, it's there's like, a way to win yeah. by cheating. Absolutely, but it's but like it's not you know if it's gonna happen against you to win at all, you have to play that game. Yep. Yeah. So it's it's, it's at the league level that they have to fix that shit. Super shitty. Yep. That's my anti-football rant. I'm, I feel like I've done that. We need that, to listen but... to music. We haven't talked about music. On we the haven't talked. You know what? We're going to go see Oshiaga real soon. We are. And we're going to talk about music for a whole fucking podcast after. Maybe even during. Maybe. Like, we yeah, could, like, we... maybe, like, do a recording on, like, the Friday night or the Saturday night or something. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like after being in Oshiaga all day. Honestly, I've never been to Oshiaga. Is that any fun? It's kind yeah. of like a heavy MTL, but with no metal. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot more color. I... I... Suddenly, may have lost interest. Exactly. <laughs> also, some people have like natural tans when they get there. What? It's crazy. What the mm-hmm. fuck? Unheard of. Also, they I would say that they smell a little better. Oh man. Sorry, metalheads. Mm-hmm. You guys. We man. got a bad rap. It's not a bad rap. It's a hundred percent true. No, it's like because no, I've right. never been to VMTL. <laughs> <laughs> I go there no, and I right. have a good time, but they're smelly. They have long hair, and there's no fucking sign of a tan on them. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, it is true. Can't deny it. 9 to 5 Entertainment System. Goodbye, everybody. Woo!
anyways, look, if you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9to5dotcc, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9to5cc number on Twitter. So, uh, And also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday. A new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 90s or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. All right, thanks. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.